This is The Big Show with Gordon Monson and Jake Scott, presented by Big O Tires. Stop by your locally owned Big O Tires for no credit needed financing and the best prices on tires. Big O Tires, the team you trust. This is 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. Big Show, Gordon Monson, Jake Scott, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. We are live from the RV Super Show here at the Mountain America Expo Center, 9575 South State Street. Uh, it's going on now through Sunday. And I, I love, Gordon, how you're using the show today for your own personal, like, fact-finding mission. <laughs> I've asked every one of the people what they think. Hey, nothing wrong with that. No, there's certainly not. Uh, you and Lisa have been thinking about getting into the RV world a little bit uh, for a while now. And it, it's it's great because I, th- I feel like it's informative for our listeners. But I feel like all your questions are like Has nothing to do with all y'all. <laughs> No, that's the thing about these RVs. There are so many different kinds for everybody, and everyone's coming from a different angle. So that's uh, that's good. And I, I I bet you there are a lot of folks out there that are in your boat that, uh, you know, love the idea of it and looking to put the toe in the water and want to know the best way to do it. And honestly, there's not a better place to come than the RV to show because it's all here. And the right? other thing I'm really enjoying here is how many how many listeners we've had a chance we to have. talk with. Somebody just offered to buy your car. <laughs> He came up and said, can I get a special on buying your car? And I'm going, okay, you must listen to all the stuff you're throwing my way all the time. You know? Surprised you didn't throw out a number. Everything's for sale. Yeah, right? exactly. All right, it's time for a, a special off-season edition of the this Daily is, Assist. Are you ready? Fantastic. Oh, yeah. yeah, I've been looking forward to this, too. Uh, Lloyd, let's go ahead and hit the open. It's time for your NBA fix. This is the Big Show Daily Assist. Featuring all the latest news and insight on the association. Now joining the Big Show. Senior NBA writer for The Athletic, Sam Amick. On 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. Out to the Smart Rain special guest line we go. It's no mystery. Utah is in an extreme drought. That is why Smart Rain is the solution for any commercial property concerned about water consumption while managing irrigation. Find out more at smartrain.net. He does make the magic happen for the athletic. He's our good friend, Sam Amick. What's up, Sam? How are you? Good afternoon, guys. Good to be with you. It's been a little while. Yeah, it has been. We're glad to have you on. Uh, Sam, I know you like to spend time with your family. Do you ever have any, an RV, or do you ever go camping, or you get out in the outdoors anywhere? <laughs> uh, we, we camp a little bit, not all that often, but no RV action, uh, you know, unless it's a relative or a friend who's inviting us into their uh, their, their setup. But, no, I'm, I'm not afraid of the outdoors. Grew up certainly, uh, you know, going to sleep under the stars. Yeah, well, okay. hopefully Sam knew that we're here at the RV yeah, show yeah, because if he no didn't sense. know that, that was a pretty I random RV question. Yeah. <laughs> I was waiting for the context. Sam, Sam's going, why are you asking me about that? What's wrong with you? Oh, that's so hey, funny. Jordan, I just roll with it. Whatever, you know what I mean? No I roll Next time we'll be at the boat show. We'll yeah. ask you about a boat. Yeah. Sam has uh, an article out or a, a piece out in The Athletic headlined, This is Our Time Right Here, Donovan Mitchell on Jazz Bouncing Back, The Bright Side of Injury, Education, and More. 
Tell us a little bit about your convo with Donovan. Good chat. Um, like I wrote a little bit unorthodox in terms of kind of like how we connected. And we think you guys, you kind of know the media uh, deal in terms of most of the time stuff that I'll do with a player like this would be, you know, either in person one-on-one or just over the phone through the team or through an agent or through the player himself. This was different because Donovan and his mom, Nicole, as you guys know, because you had him on your show, were doing a, an effort with uh, Clorox to help teachers. And um, long story short for me, you guys know, I, I've told you before, my wife's a teacher. So when I saw that part of it, I was like, you know what? Let me see what Clorox has to say. How's this going to work? And told them, like, hey, I'm going to want to talk hoops. So, like, make sure he knows that we're not just talking, you know, off-court stuff. And so – I, in the end, to be honest, I enjoyed it. Um, it was a Zoom call with Donovan and his mom, and she was very pleasant and fun to talk to and love what they're doing in terms of, you know, Donors Choose, that website where you can help teachers with supplies that, you know, typically that stuff comes out of the pocket. But eventually we would talk hoop, and I was uh, happy to at least get to pick his brain a little bit about the all things jazz and, and where he's at, how he's feeling, how he's seeing next season. And uh, Gordon, you know, you even got a, a little bit of a shout out from Sam in that what? Uh, yeah. in that column. Oh, what? Not, yeah, no, I Gordon, haven't seen that. Gordon, help me out. See, Gordon, here's what you did. As I as I tried to figure out how I felt like framing the critical race theory part of the Donovan Mitchell discussion, um, truthfully, because he, here's I guess a quick side, like side story. We go to talk, Donovan and I, and it was about a half an hour before the conversation is everything starts popping up online about the Utah Senate leader, you know, who said what he said about Donovan and, and critical race theory. And and so then it became something where I certainly needed to ask them about it. They didn't want to address it. But um, to your credit, Gordon, I enjoyed your column on the situation. And so rather than kind of hijacking your perspective, uh, yeah, I had a little shout-out on there and told people to, to read your stuff because I thought you said it well when – when Donovan was basically told to shut up and dribble, which which I thought was pretty pretty low rent, but yeah, that was that was part of our chat as well. So Sam, uh, you you've known Donovan, and you're all, everybody in the NBA knows you, and there's a connection with you. Did you learn what what's something new that you learned about Donovan, or something that was substantiated in a way that you thought was meaningful? I, I like the way you put that what was substantiated and meant more coming straight from him was the general idea that while he had a lot of very good moments in the playoffs and played well uh, at a lot of different times that he had no point felt like himself because of the ankle. And I actually kind of lightheartedly told him, I said, you know, Don, I turned my ankle three months ago. I know I'm an old guy now, but like, I'm still trying to feel normal and get it back all the way. I'm doing physical therapy and it's been three plus months. And with you, you know, you were gone much less than that, but people kept calling for you to come back and expecting you to be a Superman again. And, and so he, for, to hear him admit that he was below the rim and he, he had a line where he said, he goes, Sam, you know me, I like to go through you, around you, over you when I play the game and that the injury forced him to think differently, to play differently you know, in ways that he thinks made him better long-term. But, you know, he was not uh, at 100% during the playoffs. And, and, you know, people can disagree also with his opinion, but he feels like, you know, if Mike Conley doesn't get hurt, if he's 100%, that they get through the Clippers and, and maybe it's them in the finals instead of the Suns. Did you tell him about your helicopter ride? 
We did not. I didn't. I didn't want to pull him that far into the uh, <laughs> the moment. No, I did not tell him. Although it sounds weird to say this, I'm weirdly glad that my ankle is still giving me problems because the longer that is an issue, I feel like it justifies the helicopter ride. You know what I mean? <laughs> For those of our listeners who missed that, yeah, Kelly, you describe what happened to Sam. Sam got hurt hiking, and some places in Hawaii are tough to get to, yep. so uh, he got lifted out of there. Yeah. It's, uh, right. Perfect. Yeah, right. June 4th. Quite a while ago. Uh, Sam, I, I want to tell you a couple of my observations with Donovan and in your interactions. I'm, I'm curious if, if you agree, because I think they've always been a couple of strengths of his. Uh, one is he's always been accountable. I mean, you listen to his post-game press conferences after every game, you know, good game, bad game, he'll tell you about it and be accountable about it. And I think somewhat related maybe is his attitude about improvement and always looking to get better and add to his game. I think those are two of his real strengths, and they might be related. Would you Would you agree with those with that take? Yeah, I would for sure. I mean, to me, Jake, that goes back to – the, you know the observation he made about all right. First of all, I wasn't myself in the playoffs, but what, to spin it forward, what he shared was that he thinks that the things he learned because he was forced to play, you know, in, in that kind of physical shape and to think differently and do all the things we just talked about, he thinks he can carry that forward with him and essentially be a smarter, more dangerous player because you're now going to add in to steal his words. You're adding the athleticism back. And, you know, and it's kind of the best of both worlds. At least that's his vision for, you know, the, this uh, version of himself in 2021. So, yeah, he, he's a guy that's gotten better every year. He's a guy that you talk about accountability. You know, when when Shaq and the TNT crew want to sit there and say that he's not enough of a playmaker and he's not enough of this or that, you know, he, he doesn't get in his feelings and and uh, and kind of clap back at him. He, he doesn't have to love it. But, I mean, he, he handled things in a pretty classy way. So, I think you're right. And, and the other thing, just for Jazz fans in general, is they know is, like, the, the dude is about as competitive as anybody that I am covering in today's NBA. I mean, he had moments in the playoffs where, um, you know, especially in that Memphis series, where it was it was video game stuff. It was like NBA Jam when, when it's the he's on fire mode, you know. And, and you can't sustain that all the way through, but – He's special, and I think we're going to continue to see that next year for sure. Sammy, you used a word there. Uh, you said smarter. Uh, Donovan is one of the more intelligent guys that I've run across through the years. And so my question to you is, since he's so interested in these other issues off the court, um, how does that affect his game on the court? Does it get in the way? Does it uh, uh, bolster it? Uh, does it both or neither? I, what, what do you think? No, I love it. I mean, we, we, listen, we got to give these guys space to be balanced individuals. And if your balance comes with a dedication to your job in addition to, you know, your personal life and whatever you might have there, but also giving back in the community, I just don't know how anybody, you know, could could uh, could not be happy with that. I mean, it's funny. I was actually just having a chat with my father-in-law about the difference between – you know, athletes maybe of today's generation, and, and if you go back 30, 40 years, and admittedly as a guy who grew up in the 80s, I was kind of saying, listen, we're talking baseball. I'm like, back in the old days, there was this, you know, baseball players that would get romanticized if they if they went straight from the ball yard to the bar and then they slept in until 2 in the afternoon and got up and did it all over again. Like, a lot of today's guys are, are in the gym uh, a ton. They're on the training table a ton. They're doing a lot of the community. I think, you know, 
you know, a lot of guys in today's game, you know, basketball obviously is the only spot where I can really speak on it. Is I think they'd hold up, you know, in any time. And I and I like the fact that that they know how to use their voice. And Donovan in particular, you know, he's he's gotten very discerning about how to use his. It's made an impact. Uh, I think you know it should be flattering to him that his name is coming up in political settings where real change actually happens. And and uh, you know I think as far as uh, his play and his dedication to the game itself, I mean the results speak for themselves. The guy's tremendous. Uh, when when you asked him about uh, new ownership, um, I thought I found his answer interesting, uh, Sam. That he kind of went into the overall status of the franchise as a whole when talking about him. He brought up Dwayne Wade and the re-signings and those sorts of things, and it it seemed like an answer. Maybe I'm reading in this too much that he's pleased with where the franchise is and what they've done uh, at least uh, this off season. No, it seemed like it for sure. Um, out of curiosity, Jake, did you? read the interview or did you get a chance to hear it as well i read it i have got to admit i, I did not have a chance to. no no to it's not admitting it. i'm just curious because we we ran it on the podcast and there was some video stuff too. so like if you heard the audio uh i mean you read it right so i asked about ryan and i think within that question i alluded very quickly to dennis Lindsay, you know not being there uh yeah. in his role anymore and and so yes he went macro with his response and did seem pleased with, you know, the structure of things. Because, I mean, full disclosure, and the way I asked the question was, I think I said, listen, to shoot you straight, you know, you're the most important player in the franchise. And, you know, kind of your combination of physical well-being and mental well-being and, and happiness level matters quite a bit. So what do you think of the operation and its effectiveness overall with Ryan at the top? So he did. He highlighted things like D-Wade who we called his big brother and said that helps. Um, you know, I mentioned Quinn Snyder still being there as a, a security blanket of sorts and a guy that he obviously has a connection with. So um, no deep, and, you know, I mean, listen, because of the somewhat brief nature of the chat, I mean, there were certainly topics like that where I would have loved to have dived deeper. You know, I wanted to ask about Justin Zanuck. You know, what, you know, how are you feeling about Justin running the front office now and, and things of that nature. But as far as his mood, his response, and the, uh, the pulse of it, you know, he did seem to be uh, in a pretty good place with the organization. Okay, Sam, so now I'm going to ask you to speculate a little bit, but you're well-informed. So let me, let me ask you, at, at Donovan's lowest moment, how frustrated was he, do you think? I mean, you're only as good as kind of your sources, right, Gordon? You know that? Yeah. So, yes, he was very fr- – I mean, that's my, my interpretation, and we're going back to – the ankle stuff in round one when he thought he could play and he had communication issues and, and you know, and his personal folks had said that he was essentially cleared, but the team didn't agree. And so there was that frustration. Then there, you know, there was frustration on the back end of the playoff loss too. I mean, the way they went down to the Clippers with a somewhat embarrassing kind of, you know, Terrence Mann game and everything, um, you know, that even, even with the health stuff that Donovan highlighted, you know, I think that was still, a tough field to swallow. So what I, I think it's an interesting like quality of his personality is he's got this, this, uh, you know, the, he's this guy with a smile on his face almost all the time and a guy who is so incredibly likable. And then but that intensity that shows itself on the floor, competitive, you know, competitiveness wise, that's there off the floor too. I mean, you hear like he, he burnt hot when, you know, when, the group doesn't achieve what he thinks they're capable of achieving. So 
that's a long answer to your question. I think he was he's pretty frustrated, and I think they have been massaging the situation, you know, for quite some time. And it's you know, I don't want to to kind of overrepresent. I mean, again, this was a, a 15 minute discussion we had, so I'd feel more confident if I about really knowing how he felt if we sat down for an hour. But you know, it, I think it's not for nothing that he he did say nothing but positive things about where he's at now. Well, an offshoot of that, Sam, really, he is as important as he is for the Utah Jazz and their future success. uh, I think he's every bit as important for the state of Utah. I I really do. Uh, The things, the perspective he brings is important for people to hear here. And I and I hope he he knows that. I don't know if you talked with him about that at all, but uh, if you haven't, I will at some point. He probably knows that already. I would love to have that conversation or to read it in one of your columns. Um, that, you know, I, I kind of gave up on that angle, Gordon, when when I asked him about the situation with the, the Senate in Utah and he chose on that particular day, you know, he and his mother both, to not take that thing head on, then I kind of waved the white flag on <laughs> the idea that he was going to you know, offer that perspective, but I couldn't agree with you more. Um, I think there's an interesting thing happening between, you know, Donovan and the state of Utah right now where I think he only he knows to what degree he's willing to play this part because I think he can continue to have a, a really good impact, but it's going to come with occasional uncomfortable moments like the one that happened a couple of weeks ago. Um, and if he's, you know, if he's got the, the thick skin for it, I think, that a lot of good could come from it. It's just a question of, does he reach a point where he says, man, this is wearing me out. I just want to play ball. Well, Sam, I want to get your opinion on the Jazz offseason. Uh, what do you think about uh, the uh, the additions they've made, and do you think they've at least somewhat put themselves in a better position? Yeah, I do. I think they're in a good spot. Um, it's funny because, uh, you know, I, I'm always guilty of, like, when you write about a certain person, then your focus inevitably shifts to their team and, so I've been thinking about the Jazz more um, within the past couple of weeks and kind of returned to the conclusion that, you know, no surprise, the team that had the best record in the league last year, I think very well um, could have it again this coming season. Now, the, the Nets and their health is going to be the first thing you think of. The Lakers, I'm going to say that as they work out their kinks, the, you know, I think they're not going to be the team that's going to have the best regular season record, but the Jazz with the continuity, I like the Rudy Gay edition, getting Mike Conley back, um, you know, the health, all those things. I think that, you know, they are going to be, it's kind of like riding a bike. You know, you're just going to win a lot of games in the regular season. So I, and from there, it's kind of just hurry up and wait till April and see if they're healthy and see, you know, if, if they can do it again. Um, the You know, the locker room dynamics, I think, matter a great deal. I believe Joe Ingram is coming up on, a free agency year, so it's kind of like, all right, you still got Joe there as, as the old head wise guy who's kind of a, a glue guy on and off the floor. You had, you know, Rudy, uh, who had a tough finish to his season. Yet again, he's going to have some uh, some of that chip on his shoulder because folks are going to be talking about him. So I like their mix, um, just a matter of, you know, how far they can take it. So a lot of people around here are talking, Sam, about the additions and obviously the retaining of, uh, of Mike Conley. But I guess coming back to Donovan again, the question is, can he elevate his game on a consistent level 
to be able to counter or cancel out the superstars in the league when the Jazz match up with them in a playoff setting? I mean, I think the answer is yes. And I just think here's where their championship prospects get, I feel like Dicey's a little strong, but they get, you know, quasi-tenuous, if that makes any sense, is that, you know, it it was a great move to, to hold on to Mike. It just is what it is. Mike's a guy who he dealt with health problems last year, and you're going to have to hold your breath to see if he can stay healthy this year. If Mike Conley's at his best, he offers the kind of balance that Donovan needs, and that's not an indictment of Donovan's game. That's just today's NBA. Like Nobody's out there doing it alone, and Donovan and Rudy are a fantastic duo, one of the best in the NBA, but you know it, it takes more than that in today's game, You know, and that's just a reality. So I think a lot of, you know, it, it, there's part of me that says, of course, nobody matters more than Donovan and Rudy, but Mike is right there. And, you know, I think, uh, you know, if he struggles to stay on the floor, then then they just they're going to have a ceiling uh, to, to what they can do. But I do expect Donovan marginally to keep improving in all these other areas. You know, the, the playmaking in particular, you know, he's talked before about how it bothers him that these long streaks that he'll have with, you know, with, with no double digits and assists or rebounds where it's, you know, you're, you're kind of just taking the D Wade approach, which is, is not a bad approach. <laughs> the guy had a hell of a career. Uh, but, you know, I, I think Donovan will keep getting better, but he's got to have the help from that, uh, that star core around him. Sam, it's great to hear your voice in the offseason, man. Is. Thanks for, for stopping by and hanging out with us for a minute. No worries, guys. I hope the, the AC is working in the RV and everybody's uh, you know, having a good time out there. Well, if I buy one of these, Sam, I'll invite you and the boys out. And uh, Jake, uh, we'll have him say in the tent or something. I don't we know. should do a sponsorship deal. And when, oh, when, they, yeah. when I finally come out, finally come out to Salt Lake City for the playoffs, maybe I'll, I'll go from Sacramento <laughs> to uh, Salt Lake City in an RV. How about that? Oh, <laughs> see, good. we are thinking now. I like where Sam's mind's at. Let's, let's make this happen. Yeah, uh, you just take your computer with you and yeah, you do your work from there, yeah. Sam. be awesome. I need, I need a TV signal somehow, but we'll figure it out. <laughs> we'll figure it out. we got another sponsor that can help you with yeah. that. Yeah, we a thing called the Tailgator. Oh, yeah. It's yeah. Uh, pretty useful. Uh, but, Sam, thank you very Perfect. much. We appreciate you. No problem, guys. Be good. See you, buddy. Our friend Sam Amick uh, from The Athletic. Uh, and, again, he's got a, uh, the interview with Donovan Mitchell on, uh, on podcast, as he mentioned, but it's also up at The Athletic. Uh, he wrote it on September 13th. But headline, this is our time right here, Donovan Mitchell on the jazz bouncing back, the bright side of injury, education, and more. And he did give you a shout-out right in there. Wow, that's nice. You think Gordon Sit. would reciprocate? No. Uh, that's, I probably have mentioned Sam before. What are you talking about? Uh, he's one of the really good guys. And, you know, I think the thing about that is that players pick up on that. And I think that's why they're, they're typically under most circumstances willing to give him the good stuff, you know, because they, they, they figure he'll handle that correctly. How am I doing? You're good. What? No. Oh. Can you imagine? Go, we've gone to lunch with Sam. Can you imagine we took him somewhere in an RV? Pretty awesome. Yeah, Sam is a big deal. You know. He's only got about 5 million followers on Twitter. Something you like that. care about that sort of thing. Uh, well, he's a great writer. And, uh, and he does focus on the jazz quite a bit. So well, it, you can credit us for that. Or Donovan in this case, you know. 
as he's doing a really nice thing. Well, we're at Clorox, <laughs> and we've done what we could to uh, connect him to the jazz world. <laughs> have we not? No, we have. No, we have. What, 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 Lloyd, what I do? We're, we're going to credit you for, for Sam paying more attention to the jazz. Uh, not me, Jake. Jake. That's all you, buddy. That's fine. If you want to That's take credit, Gordon. go for it. Yeah, Jake, Jake, I don't want the credit. He didn't link to my column in his uh, his column about Donovan Mitchell. This is a tremendous compliment, actually. You heard Sam. He said, uh, you know, I could either uh, spend a lot of time really summing up my feelings on this or I could just link to Gordon's well-written piece, which is, I believe, how he described it. Let me see. Hold on. <laughs> okay. Hold on. Hold on. As Gordon Monson of the Salt Lake Tribune noted so well in his column here, Adams may as well have told Mitchell to shut up and dribble. That's what he said. See, I feel like he if said, Gordon was writing this, he would have said, as co-worker said. <laughs> noted averagely. Noted. That's how, that's how <laughs> Sam says noted so well. Oh, Lloyd, you're killing me with that. Please don't throw uh, you know a little wood on that fire because I've taken enough grief from Jake and Austin hey, I just one. gave you a genuine compliment. That's cool Sam linked to yeah, it there. That was and, very and nice. I felt that, uh, that uh, you summed up his thoughts. Oh, that's, that's nice. It's a nice compliment. You I, didn't even know about it. Yeah. I Well, this is a little secret. Yeah. My subscription to The Athletic just ran out. And I haven't renewed it yet, so I need to renew it. Isn't that the the... Lloyd, doesn't that come off as like the kind of I got hacked excuse? Oh, yeah, totally. Yeah, right. What? It's true. Uh, anytime somebody says something crazy on Twitter or whatever, they immediately come out with the I got hacked. You know, you go to the athletic, ah, I just subscription ran out yesterday. Yeah, yeah actually, it, I'm not even sure it, it ran so out. It so happened it ran out yesterday. Well, okay. Well, I, I've got to renew. That's all. So I missed that. Uh, sorry, because I love following Did Sam's you even stuff. have a subscription? Yes, I did. Um, uh, we're not here to do plugs for the athletic or anything, but Sam is worth the subscription yeah, to the athletic indeed. alone, in my opinion. I mean, they have a lot of great. Uh, Chris Camrani, our friend, oh, yeah. covers the youth, and Tony Jones covers the jazz, and, and their content is great. But, but Sam's the man. Yeah, he's our guy. Yeah, he's the man. All right. Uh, so big thanks to Sam Amick for jumping on with us. We are live today from uh, the Mountain America Expo Center. It is the RV Super Show going on now through Sunday. Uh, come see the new tw- 2021 units. Uh, get special low pricing on all uh, 2020s that they're trying to give away. And, uh, y- you know, like a lot of industries, the R- RV industry has had some uh, w- with supply chain stuff and been affected, of course, by the by the world around us. Uh, most everybody we talked to today, Gordon, said, listen, this is a big deal. They've got the RVs. They are here. You can come down and you can get get yourself into something. You can drive that bad boy home. Uh, look at all the stuff here, Jake. It's here, and, and you it's in can, front of us, it's right in front of you. you. Can you can step into that thing and look at it and see what it's got, see what it doesn't have, and then it'll help you make up your mind about what you want. A lot of you folks out there probably already have an RV, and you're looking for a new one. Well, come out and check it out, and you're in perfect position, according to what we've been told here. They have terrific deals, and if you're like me and you've never, you, you don't have one, then what a what an introduction here. 
That was pretty funny you asked Sam about RVs, and he had no idea what in the heck you were talking about. I, I, I thought I, about that when you were asking the question yeah. about Gordon. You should have said we're at the I, RV. I, I know. <laughs> I, I thought that halfway through. Sam had to be like, what is Gordon on? <laughs> you know, RV one should... thing, Jake, people think you and I argue a lot, and maybe we do over stuff, but we think a lot alike because right as that dawned on you, it dawned on me too. <laughs> But but by then I was already into it, so I couldn't circle back and Gordon's say. Oh, gotten, by the way, we are at the RV show. <laughs> Gordon's gotten into the cough syrup again. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we are at the RV Super Show. Robbie with Sierra RV is jumping on with us now. What's going on, Robbie? How are you? Hey guys, how are you? We're doing great. We're excited to be here. We're just joking. Uh, we we just had a guest on the show, and we were talking about RV and the uh, RVs and the Super Show and being here. And then our guest jumped on with us, and he hadn't heard us set it up. And Gordon goes, "Hey, Sam, uh, Do you, you like, like the RV? RVs?" You know, so like <laughs> out of the blue. So our guest is like, "God, what is he talking about RVs?" But uh, anyway, we we are excited to be here. This is so cool. Yeah, welcome back. It's we're getting back to normal, if there's such a thing, right? Uh- Okay, so look, I mean, all our listeners out there, good for them. They're interested in all that. But this is all about me right now because I'm <laughs> shopping for an RV. Oh, what, good. what should I get? Well, what kind of camping do you like to do? Uh, you know, all the kind. hotel kind. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's got to be nice. Oh, I yeah. Need, I, need, I need a good rig, whatever I end up with. What, just got, off the top of your head. What, we've got what? a really nice uh, diesel pusher over there. Oh, uh, yeah? 500,000 bucks, so top oh, of the line, everything. All? Yeah. All right. That should be now fit you, yeah, Gordon. Gordon's language right <laughs> there. Yep. Yeah. It I, might do everything but pick up your towel when you leave. <laughs> uh, but, Does it come with butler service? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> wow, then you'd be sold to be like, where do I sign? Oh, uh, but you know what's cool is there's stuff here, and, and there's really stuff for everybody. Everything, yeah. We've got that big high-end one. We've got the little teardrop trailer that's, uh, you know, $10,000, $12,000, you know, that has just a little pop top in the back with a little sink and a little cooler that uh, you can take off road anywhere your your truck or your jeep will go it will go also so if you want to go if you want to spend some time outdoors that's what i love about this is that there's such a wide spectrum of choices and as far as whatever your budget can handle it seems like you got an option here yeah everything you got the whole whether it's a Monthly payment, you know, around a hundred dollars, or all the way up to the five hundred thousand dollar write a check, like you would, Gordon. <laughs> <laughs> These guys know you so well; they know what you're looking for. Oh, thanks yeah, to they you. Know what's going on, uh, Robbie? Thank you very much for jumping on with us. Well, oh, give us a. Where is Sierra? If people come down here, where can we send them in the building? Sierra RV. We're in the very f- northwest corner uh, of the facility. We got forty two units. Yeah, uh, all so right. So we've got. Uh, we did. We brought just about everything we could get. The beauty is, you know, with COVID going, we've been able to get some inventory, and uh, we brought what we have. So, so are you the smartest guy over there? Should they come talk to you? Sure. I'm not the smartest, but if they want to come talk to me, we'll make sure they get <laughs> but, help. Too. But, yes, look for Robbie. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Thanks, Robbie. We appreciate it. Thanks for being here, guys. You betcha. Appreciate it. All right. Well, more coming up next. Stay tuned. 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. It's game week for the Utes, and the Zone Sports Network is getting you ready for kickoff. After a disappointing loss in the Holy War, the Utes look to rebound as they hit the road to square off against an old Mountain West Conference rival in San Diego State. Catch the Ute pregame show Saturday at 4 with a postgame show immediately following the game on the Zone Sports Network. Ah! From Monday morning to the postgame press conference. 
Nobody brings you better coverage of youth football. You ready? Yeah! The 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. It's a big show. Gordon Monson, Jake Scott, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone, live at the RV Super Show here at the Mountain America Expo Center, 9575 South State Street in Sandy. Uh, Austin taking the day off today. Um, Austin's over at Fanex uh, doing a Boy Meets Boy Meets World, isn't that the show? Yeah, he's like he he's like hosting the panel, which is really cool. What a cool opportunity! Well, for Austin. That, that's his uh, his favorite show. Yeah, I mean, he said it was an opportunity he could not turn away from, so we'll you know excuse him for the day. How do you think he's going to do? I I got the impression he might be a little nervous. Yeah, he might be a little nervous. I mean, those are like his his heroes, right? Mr. Feeney. <laughs> Mr. Feeney. Mr. Feeney. Mr. Feeney's there. Yeah. So uh, Lloyd uh, Lloyd left now. He's off to uh, do a little Little League soccer, and our boy Lundy is now producing Alex Thanks, Lundberg, Lundy. who I see a lot during the jazz season, but I haven't seen as much lately. How are you, Lundy? Are you good? Yeah, I'm doing pretty well. I saw you, you went to some ska uh, extravaganza the other day. How'd that go? Um, the one... Like a few weeks ago, or the one? I don't know. Though you were tweeting out about like yesterday. Yeah. Okay. So that one, that was interesting. Um, that might be the most cursed concert I've ever been to, um, because originally it wasn't supposed to have any ska at all. Uh, it was Newfound Glory, Simple Plan, doing the pop bunks, not dead wow. tour. Okay. I see. Um, and a few weeks ago, Simple Plan backed out due to, you know, rising cases and things like that. And so one of my favorite ska bands, Less Than Jake, was invited to join in on the tour. And so they've been playing. And then yesterday afternoon, they had a positive test in Less Than Jake. And so they had to back out last minute. And uh, so unfortunately, didn't get to see them. And then Newfound Glory, they were great, but the uh, venue was having a lot of technical difficulties with their sound and getting the speakers working and the microphones working. And so it was it was interesting. I've always liked that band name less than Jake. <laughs> I wonder why. Huh. I feel like I've got more than most people. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, I suppose you do. <laughs> uh, that's not that's not true. All right. Well, it's good to have you along, Lundy. Glad. Uh, Alex, a music fan. I know you missed uh, your concerts over the last <laughs> little bit. So, I did. So that is. That is good. We've got the Not Sports Report coming up. We do. You want to give us a tease? Well, I'm, I'm torn on this one because I'm not supposed to reveal this, but Austin passed along a story to me about that. that's, ter- that's horrible. It's horrible. So now I, I'm not – he said that if I ever said that he passed along to me that he would deny it vehemently. But it's, almost, it's too tragic for me even. Well, pick a different story. All right. I just, but it may be mad. Tragic? Why are we going with tragic? Well, and that's do... not a very good tease. <laughs> I know, so I'm not going to do that one. I've got a couple others. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Did you just others. tease a story you're not going to do? <laughs> kind of, but it shows my good judgment. <laughs> See, look how far I've come. I love this show. You know, I used to do, I used to do the I donkey getting it. eaten by the alligator. Yeah. 
now you're you're not going to do the tragic ones. In front I, of that's the kids. Good. That's good. It's good. It may be mad though. I'll tell you during the break, and you tell me if I should bring it up. I don't even know if I need to hear it. <laughs> no. <laughs> okay. Although Austin did send it to you. So. He did. Yeah, Austin did send it to you. But with a disclaimer. To not, I think not he, tell anybody I, that I he. Think, I think he was trying to set me up that uh, I would go ahead and do yeah, it anyway. Yeah, that's probably and true. And then, then. When he's not here. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe so. That might be the truth. There. Could be. When he's over hanging out with <laughs> Mr. Mr. Feeney. I liked that show. You didn't like it. I, I, didn't. I mean, I didn't watch it. It obviously wasn't a part of my thing. But my kids would watch it. And so I, I watched it with them because I like spending time with them. And I, I really didn't think it was too bad. But I brought it up with you and you said, I didn't like this. It, it, it was like Austin's favorite. So I don't know. I, I told you I think I was a little old for it when it came out. It was more in Austin's wheelhouse because he's a little younger than me. Did Austin have a crush on Topanga? Uh, yes, he talks about it all the time. But I don't think she's going to be there. I asked him that. I don't think that. He, he would go into hyperventilation if she were there. I don't think uh, what Fred's brother, uh, what's his name, uh, Carl Savage or whatever. <laughs> is, yeah, I don't think he's going to be there either. But it, it, it sounded like, like the rest of the cast was going to be there. Most of them. The one squirrely kid, I think, was going to be there. Squirrely kid? You know, I don't know. I forget his name. I'm just happy that Mr. Feeney's still with us. Yeah. He can't be young. Mr. Feeney was a classic educator who was strict, but he knew was, what was important. Was also fictional, yeah. <laughs> but not to, not to, don't, don't say that to Austin. He thinks this is all real. All right, uh, we'll get to the Not Sports Report coming up next. Stay tuned. It's the big show, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. Check this out. And now your Not Sports Report on 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. Time for the Not Sports Report here on the Big Show. Gordon Monson, Jake Scott, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. It's brought to you by the Larry H. Miller Used Car Supermarket. Over 1,000 used vehicles in inventory. Check them out online, lhmusedcars.com. We're live from the RV Super Show. We'll tell you more about that in one moment. But uh, before, where are we going today, Gordon? Well, we're going, uh, we're going to a certain place, and then we're just going crazy okay. all right, with another all right. story. The first one is... You know, I, I know where you're going to come down on the whole Loch Ness Monster thing, but apparently they have cameras set up around the lock, uh, webcams and whatnot, too. And not only have there been like 13 or 14 sightings of Nessie uh, over the past little while, but they are coming in from places like China, Dallas, Texas, Ireland, et cetera, et cetera. People are spotting Nessie from all over the globe. Do you think there's any chance that there could be something real here? No. (laughs) You don't think Nessie exists? No. You think it's all a sham? Correct. You? I don't know. I don't know. I have no idea. Is that real famous picture? Has that been seen? Is that... that is that a fault? Is that fake? You know, the real famous picture of mm-hmm. Nessie? You don't think that's real? I don't know what it's of. Do you? <laughs> Nessie. Does that look? It, it could be a goose. <laughs> a very large goose. That would be just as big a story. 
If you had a goose the size of Nessie, that would how, be... how do you know how big that is? There's no, like, perspective whatsoever. That could be, like, a super close-up on, like, a snake. Okay. So you just out of just, – just absolutely rule it out. No I do. Mm-hmm. All right. Here's the other one. Okay. Now, here's the problem with social media these days. And I would warn all our listeners out there, especially the younger ones, you're going to do something that's going to be on social media that could come back to haunt you. Probably pretty good advice. Do you ever think of that? I do. Have you ever done anything that might have been on social media that you're a little bit afraid of now? I don't think so. But I don't, I don't know. It's been a while. So apparently uh, outfits like Facebook, occasionally they stir up some sort of memory function that reminds you of something that from your past. Yeah. Well, this is what happened. Facebook uh, sent up something, a memory, <laughs> to someone, a woman who was sent a rating that her, the guy who ended up being her husband had assigned to her as, uh, you know, teenagers sometimes do those kind of crazy things. Well, he rated this girl at that time uh, seven or an eight, and he ended up marrying her. And this memory came back to her, and she was rather upset that her husband rated her as like a seven or eight. Why? Because she wanted to be better than that. Well, you don't In know his what, eyes. You don't know what kind of scale he's using. <laughs> the other day, uh, she said, this is a quote from her, I was cooking dinner, and he asked me for mac and cheese. And I was like, I only make mac and cheese for people who think I'm a 10. I still don't understand how these get made into stories. Like, how is this? That's not the, this doesn't matter. It's a story. I'm bringing it up. It's just a story. I mean, she's now, now he's. Every time you've insulted Lisa, has that made it (laughs) into the, the newspaper? You don't think that's a little embarrassing? No. Come on. What, a 7 or an 8 out of 10? That'll win you an Olympic gold. <laughs> really? Only 70%? First of all, I don't See, believe, dude, in, I don't believe in I don't believe in rating women, assigning a number to a woman. But he was a teenager when he did it. But now he's married to the 7. Yeah. What wants, do you mean to the 7? She wants to be more than that. Why don't, why don't you phrase it differently? Like, wow, he's married to the 7. Seven could be really good. Am I looking at the... I'm, yes. looking, I'm not looking at the donut. I'm looking at all... I, I, I just think seven doesn't sound very high to me. To the woman you marry, you want to marry the woman that you think is a nine or a ten. And now he's... On your scale? Now, now he's, what do you know about his scale? <laughs> now he's not getting his mac and cheese. Probably a few other things, too. And that's, that's, that's news these days. That's... <laughs> Story. It's a quirky little thing. Uh, again, a- let me get back to my original point here. All y'all out there who are active on social media, please be careful. Don't be putting stuff out there that you're going to regret. And what? he's regretting it because he got no dinner. So, Well, we'll tell you something uh, that you won't regret. Getting into a new RV. <laughs> Seeing this beautiful country, this beautiful state, the way it's meant to be seen. 
Joining us now. Are we being joined by someone who will sell you a tent? From Paris RV. He's uh, Brett with us, and uh, you could you could get somebody into a ten in the RV world, right? A ten out of ten. You know what? We got a we got a lot of tens down here, and you yeah. know I had really enjoyed that uh, Nessie story. I was thinking to myself, if I get one of these RVs, maybe I'll go find Bigfoot. So, right? <laughs> get out in the back country. Is, is Bigfoot? You know, in and, the they, and you and you is... don't take your seven. Because she's 23 now, and she's a 10. Maybe at 16, she was a 7. Oh, so she got That's better. a great point. So you right. go, hey, she grew up, you know? Now, there's point. a man who yeah. has thought po- positive thinker before. Yeah. That's right. I mean, he's, you probably, are you married? <laughs> oh, 30 years. Good for you. See, 30 he, years this thinking. year. He yeah. has been backed into a corner more than one or two times. He's gotten out of it, I'm guessing. <laughs> Uh, hey, you guys, this is this is great. You guys have a ton of stuff here. It's, uh, you know, depending on, uh, you know, how much you want to spend, all that sort of thing, a wide variety. I mean, this is the place to be this weekend. Yeah, you know, like uh, we've got tent trailers. So tent trailers, you know, hook it up to your small uh, vehicle, go up and find Bigfoot, get in the back country. <laughs> you know, you got your furnace, you got your fridge. Is Bigfoot in the Pacific Northwest or is Bigfoot in Oklahoma? I think Bigfoot is everywhere and just kind of elusive, <laughs> and you just got to get out there and try to find him right, right. Do it. yeah All but right. tent trailers a-frames we got these overlanding trailers that are rock crawler trailers that go over rocks down at moab we've got motorhomes we've got uh you know class c class a class b motorhomes and do not forget toy haulers right toy haulers. what's your yeah. fa- what's your favorite well you know i always like the one personally i like the ones that are red and white Ah, you know? I see where you're going. Yeah, there, I just yeah. kind of like those, you know. So you go up to the uh, tailgating uh, lot, put the ramp down, roll your favorite barbecue out, get all the TVs fired up. Look at that! You know, do some pregame stuff with your with your toy hauler. There you go. Right. Sounds good to me. Yeah, and then when you're not uh, at the at the lot, you know, you put your razor in the back, your four wheelers, your motorcycle, hit the desert. You know. What do you do with your red and white uh, uh, trailer or whatever it is when when you get beat by the blue? Well, yeah, then you just got to put doing? different decals on the side, I guess. But, you know, you got to stay true, right? That's what he does, Brett. He just he finds the, he just needles. Just, just, no, no, just I just wonder. Looking for a gap, yeah, you know, right. looking for a does. gap. He said he loves you know, going up there and having a good time. but Because well, it's you, fun. But you got to bring up the loss over the weekend? <laughs> you felt that was necessary? Got to rub salt in the wound? No, not at all. No, I'm not, I'm not kind doing of, that. kind of felt like what you well, did. That's not what I meant. Uh, you guys, where where are you guys in uh, in the room so we can send people your way? Yeah, so Paris RV is right in the middle. Uh, we've got a 60,000-square-foot booth with 120-something RVs on the ground here, all lit up, looking wow. pretty. 120, yeah. wow. Yeah, we've got a 61 out of one store and 44 out of the other. So what is that? No, maybe it's not that many. 115 or something, right? Close enough. Good Quick enough, math. yeah. yeah. <laughs> right. So a lot of units lit up, uh, you know, looking good in here under the lights. Every type of RV you can imagine, from motorhomes down to, like I said, tent trailers and awesome. toy haulers, fifth wheels, overlanding trailers, A-frames, retros. Really, we have every single type of RV you can think of What's in here looking good. What's the most popular kind of thing going right now? You know, probably the most popular is something that you can take your family out in. So a bunkhouse, you know, we live here in Utah, bunkhouses are hot, right? So a little travel trailer that you can hook up to your, uh, oh, your Yukon or something like that, right, that sleeps six. Got a set of bunks in the back, a dinette on the side, and a sofa, and place for mom and dad up front on a queen bed with an outside kitchen. Nice awning out for shade. I'll tell you, I talked to what someone, a great product. I, I talked to someone the other day, and they said that was their favorite memory of them and their kids growing up. You, you know, it is for me, I, I, and I've sold RVs all these years, right? I just absolutely love taking the family out. They're all grown up now. Now they got their own RVs. But, mm. you know, I used to take my kids and travel all over the place and, 
go to the national parks and the state parks. You know, Utah has 44 state parks. I've been to all of them. I've been to all of our national wow. parks and monuments and everything in the, in the West. Do you have a favorite? Uh, you know, for state parks, Dead Horse, you know, Bear Lake, um, Snow Canyon. I mean, Utah's got, we're lucky. Which yeah, of the national our, parks is your favorite? Well, Zion, I mean, you know, really all of them, right? But <laughs> Zion and Bryce probably are my two okay. favorite, you know, right. in this area. But, uh, you know, when I was, you know, had my young kids and we were out uh, hitting national parks and stuff, my daughter had her national parks uh, passport book you know we go into the visitor center and get the cancellation stamp and hit each park as we went through with the date on it and when Sweet. we were there and get by the by the two dollar stamp and stick it in there and boy she's still got that book she's she's my youngest and she's 21 and a senior in college but she still <laughs> awesome. loves all that stuff That's i mean so cool families that uh, play together stay together right you're here i mean yeah well, Brett, thank you for jumping on the show. Thank you. We appreciate it. Yeah, thanks for coming down and supporting us here at the RV Show. Our pleasure. Thank hey, you very much. You bet. All right, that's our friend Brett from Paris RV. Come down here. It's the Utah RV Super Show, Mountain America Expo Center, 9575 South Street, State Street. More next, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone.